0: Warning, the following program contains subject matters not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions.
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls.
0: It's time to discuss. Disgust and dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. Just okay, so <laughs> to bring it to a weird tangent... Within a tangent. Skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike Mike and and Jeremy. Jeremy. We are friends of Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike.
1: I'm Jeremy.
0: How you doing, bro?
1: Doing fantastic.
0: As am I, a little busy today. My daughter schooled a girl in soccer, so I've been fielding phone calls from colleges, granting her scholarships left and right, and I'm like, you know, can we focus on elementary school first, please?
1: These D1, D2 schools? Super soft. Like four kicks, they call into.
0: No idea what that means. I'm just excited.
1: (laughs) Actually, it's a really cool. It's like a huge, like, like indoor, like, athletic facility. It's mostly like soccer, and they do like kids' lessons and stuff like that. It's really a really nice place. Lily did it a couple years ago, and then she decided she doesn't like sports. That happens. She's a gamer. She she's not a athletic type person.
0: I have a feeling that that's the route my son is gonna go because everything he sees reminds him of a video game
1: i mean that's to be fair that's kind of me too but i also played some sports but at some point you know you have a problem when you're driving down the street and you see somebody walking down the road and you're imagining like a red arrow like above their head like grand theft auto style and you have to like tell yourself i can't run them
0: over all right so we're kicking off the top five. for our workplace violence episode
1: there's a lot of violence coming up.
0: A lot of violence, a lot of kills, a lot of Irish coffee.
1: All right. So we're going number five now, right?
0: Yeah, that would be how we start a top five, I think.
1: Okay, that's fine. So my number five, I went with Mayhem. 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 With Stephen Yen Yoon. Is it Yoon? I, I believe it's Yoon. Yoon. Okay. And Samara Weaving. Great fucking movie. Uh, so there's the ID7 Red Eye Virus which isn't it isn't lethal but I believe it's for a certain amount of hours 8 hours basically 8 hours a work day you just basically turn into a psychopath so Derek works for like a consulting company I believe it I believe it is and he meets Samara Weaving's character Melanie Cross who needs more time on this loan and he's just like, Ah, there's really nothing I can do. Like you're you're kind of fucking on your own. In the end he ends up getting fired, but somebody in the company gets infected. And then it just oh. bow rolls and it's just a movie of angry fight just employees fighting everywhere. Fucking on photocopiers and
0: that was actually real sex. Was it really that happened? Yeah, that was a couple. Uh, I believe this was filmed in the Ukraine, and those were just two extras, but they happened to be dating, and all of a sudden, they're like, cut, but they just they just kept going. And oh, Joe really? Lynch, the director, he was like, oh shit, they really fucking... <laughs> I'll
1: allow it. Nice. And, you know, they're just, they're making their way up, floor after floor, and it's just, it's hilarious, it's violent, it's gory, Samara weaving with a nail gun yeah. is just Awesome. It it was nice to see Steven Yeun like outside of Walking Dead.
0: He was not Glenn in this. No. He
1: was definitely not, definitely not Glenn. And uh, not a great, great fucking movie. Just a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. See, this is one of those movies. If you want like balls to the walls action. Yeah. Uh, this is a, definitely a good good popcorn flick. Uh, if I had one word to describe this movie, I would probably use the word mayhem. Good one. Number five. We're going back to 1986. So way back in the day, Jeremy and I actually worked together for a short period of time. It was around Christmas time, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked at the mall together. And there was this funny moment. Uh, we, we were allowed to play our own music in the in the back storeroom. And there was this gentleman. I'm going to say gentleman. He was a lot older than us. And he seemed... Individual. individual he seemed programmed to do whatever anyone said And we kind of said he was, I don't remember exactly what we we said. It was like a droid or or cyborg or something like that. But Power Man 5000, when Worlds Collide came on. And at this very second, he (laughs) stepped into the back room. The clip goes,
1: you are a robot.
0: It was hilarious because it's just one of those moments in time that you don't forget because it was just perfect. Thank you. Have a nice day. We're going chopping mall. Jim Wynorski. I didn't even think of this movie. From the school of Roger Corman, Chopping Mall, starring Tony O'Dell, Kelly Barody, Barbara Crampton, one of our Horror Babes of the Month, Paul Bartell, Mary Warnoff, Dick Miller, and a small, tiny cameo from Angus Scrim. Yes, the Park Plaza Mall gets a new security force. These robots called Protectors. There's three of them Protector 1, 2, and 3. The original movie was going to be called Killbots because that's exactly what they do due to a lightning storm. They wreak havoc on a group partying at the Furniture King. So it's basically a bunch of kids. We got waitresses from one place and a bunch of clerks from different stores, mostly from Furniture King. Uh, they have two mechanic friends. They work elsewhere. That doesn't really count. But basically, it's a bunch of kids from the mall hanging after hours at said mall and it's almost like a slasher movie that's not a slasher movie and i mean we had a whole episode about it check it out there's no chopping in this mall there's some lasering there's some slicing there's some overheating there's some overeating there's a A lot lot of
1: prodding some prodding at the throat
0: oh there's some prodding in other other areas as (laughs) well there's a whole check out our, our old episode on shopping mall and i just have to say the sylvia st james song streetwalking is available available on youtube and anytime i think of this movie i think of that dance party scene and this movie's just it is so much fun nice if i can go back and give it an extra brain i probably would because i probably gave it low brains because that's my thing no no I... i stand by whatever i gave it
1: I love that movie. I didn't even think of that movie.
0: So how I started my whole list thing? I wrote down all the jobs I've had, and I threw that away because I've had way too many jobs, and we only have ten slots.
1: When I when I went for my job interview the other day, I was telling the the, the guy, and I've had two jobs in twenty two years.
0: Well, dang. that's in,
1: that that's like nuts.
0: I mean, the job I have now. I mean, I've changed positions multiple times, right. but it's basically been in my job for the past 10 years i think that's the longest stretch i've had
1: so have you ever been a
0: literary agent no and my beef with literary agents to get one is very hard you have to be published to get published you have to have a literary agent it's a whole quandary so what i found self-publish with a shady company (laughs) who, who like you know offers you grand things but then you can say you're a published author and then you can get a literary agent. Sorry, sidebar. Continue.
1: Anyway, so let's talk about Peter Lowe. Uh-huh. Literary agent. Oh, nice. Vampire's Kiss. From 1988. This amazing meme machine.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it. just the Nicolas Cage meme, memes that come out of this movie are just...
0: To be fair, any time Nicolas Cage does anything, it turns into a meme. Almost every single True. one of his movies... Has a meme.
1: True. Well, this well, one does sorry, have the is, most. This. Well, well, you have you have the meme, and then you have the gif.
0: <laughs> it's funny because just I bet you people can just picture it just from hearing nothing. I mean, I can see you gesturing, but yeah, I, I get. It. But
1: so he's he's this this literary agent who I mean he's a stereotypical eighties yuppie douchebag.
0: It's <laughs> there so any other kind?
1: You know, he 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 does his day, he works all day, he has he hits like the clubs at night, he he, he loves like these like alcohol, cocaine infused one night stands and he brings this like one chick back and he ends up getting like bit by a bat or or like attacked by a bat anyway. And this like the whole time he like he gets like aroused by it. Like he, he's just like, huh, like you kinda, you know.
0: It's a weird thing to get a voter from.
1: Yeah, so, like, this whole, this whole, like, fucking movie. I'm not shaming
0: anyone's bat-bite fetish.
1: He's convinced that he's, like, a a fucking vampire. And he's, like, imagining this this chick that he brings home from from the club. And, like, meanwhile, throughout the whole movie, he's going through these, like, rage fits where he's, like, breaking shit in his, in, uh, I forget, like if it was at his apartment or wherever, wherever it was. And, you know, they have, he has his assistant who, um, what was it, the assistant? No, it was his therapist where she's like, well, maybe, maybe the file, because he needs this contract and he can't find the contract. And apparently it, you know, it might've been misfiled. And his therapist was like, you know, you know, some people just, you know, misfile it. They put it in another file and he's just go, misfile? How can anybody misfile? I've never misfiled anything in my life. A B C D E, <laughs> and he's doing like these like hand gestures. He's going through the whole thing, and it's just, I'm sorry, but if there's ever Nicolas Cage at his cageiest, this is as cagey as you can get.
0: Yeah, but I have to say, wasn't he credited as Nicolas Coppola in this?
1: I believe he was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, he goes all oh, cage.
1: Oh, and he ate two cockroaches in this movie.
0: That's too, too many.
1: Like, literally, I mean, real, real cop conc- He's, he's like, ah,
0: this is like
1: the worst thing I've ever done in my life, but.
0: <laughs> at that point. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: at that point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my number four. We're going, all right, this is, this is a tough occupation. It's a uh, pro drunk. it anyway, that's, that's an alcoholic. Sorry. uh, police officer, wolf cop from 2014. Going up to Canada for this one. A drunk just trying to get by and lay low in a mostly sleepy town and get mixed up with a curse and a strange occult. There's some criminal activity and he ends up turning into a wolf. Cop. This movie is over the top. It's insane. It's funny. It's fucking awesome. The gore is awesome. The action is fun. This movie's a good time. So, uh, Lou Guru... He is our drunk, drunken cop. Uh, if you didn't know, if you were French, or maybe even French-Canadian, you would already know that Lou sounds like the wolf in French. Nice. So he's a guy, he just gives no bucks. He just ends up having to give some. And he does. Oh my. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, check it out. And then you'll be like, oh yeah. That's some fucked up shit. So, Leo Fofard, he plays Lou Guru, the wolf cop. And I have to say that the cherry on top of this movie is Jonathan Cherry as Willie. He is fucking hilarious. He's a great sidekick. Just watch the movie. So it's, <laughs> it's awesome. And I got to say, the end credits song is uh, Chef Kiss.
1: Nice. I uh, I haven't seen that movie, but it will definitely be one that I I will have to check out.
0: Another Wolf Cop is also available. I haven't seen that one yet, but Wolf Cop is uh, is fucking awesome. Nice.
1: So, earlier this morning...
0: Jeez, last last minute.
1: I made a last minute change.
0: What got knocked off the list?
1: You had asked me about it, but I knocked it off. I took Ghostbusters off my list.
0: So, I said, asking for a friend. uh, Is Ghostbusters, they're exterminators. That's a job. And you're like, maybe... I've never seen so many A's in a maybe before. (laughs) the,
1: the, the, The quandary for me was as to whether or not it was considered horror or just a comedy movie.
0: Oh, come on. It's horror adjacent. They're busting ghosts. They basically take these ghosts who are harassing humans and they banish them into limbo for eternity. Or for as long as the EPA will let them hold them in the containment unit.
1: Was it the size of a Twinkie?
0: I love Ghostbusters. One and I two. Do too. And the girl and I one. And I haven't even seen the new one yet because it hasn't come out yet. And I love that one too. You know why? Because I love the Ghostbusters. I love the animated series. I love the cereal. I had the action figures in the fucking the firehouse and you drip slime through the top. And sometimes the slime went all the way to the bottom.
1: They made me throw the slime out.
0: Yeah, I had to throw away the slime too because I threw it on the ceiling and it stained the ceiling. And my dad said he was going to go through the roof and my mom said, if you do, can you go through that spot right there? (laughs) (laughs)
1: So so anyway, it it just dawned on me that this movie that I did put in, it's a a job. I went with Friday the 13th, 1980. Is the job murder? So... Obviously, Steve Christie reopens Camp Crystal Lake, and he has all his counselors ready to go. They're prepping the camp for the the kids to come in. Everything goes awry. I mean, at this point, I mean, this story, everybody knows, everybody knows the story. I really don't have to reiterate everything, but, you know, Pamela, Pamela Voorhees taking revenge for her son that drowned in the lake in 1957.
0: I believe swim lessons were available back then.
1: They were, but there was a problem. Everyone was off-fucking. Or the people that were supposed to be watching were off-fucking and no one was watching, and, you know, I don't know if he was thrown in have or he, he just Have seen the size fallen. of his head? He
0: should have floated. <laughs> it's like a bobber. Uh,
1: can we say that now? I mean, can we make fun of people?
0: I mean, he's made a made-up person.
1: Okay, well, people get offended.
0: Continuing.
1: So, anyway, so in, in revenge of her son's death counselors are picked off one by one until there's one final girl left. It's a classic movie. I think it still holds up today and still has one of the best jump scares at the end of the movie.
0: Definitely. They, they lull you into that sense of security with yeah. the raindrops and the slow score and then yeah.
1: Oh the score Harry Harry Manfredini did a fantastic job with that.
0: Yeah. Um, a lot of camp counselor type movies got, got left on, my, on the. List. I had a lot of runner ups on this one. My number three we're going with a Lawyer. This is actually a job I haven't had, but I, I had to include it on the list because uh, it, it's just fucking awesome. It's from 2017. Director Joe Lynch. We're going with Mayhem. Trick. Nice.
1: I was starting to wonder if we'd ever get a friggin' double.
0: Oh, I have a feeling we're going to get a couple doubles on this one. Alright, so obviously you've said we've got Steven Yoon, Samira Weaving, also another Horror Babe of the Month. So this is a major law uh, law firm, they have a skyscraper, they get locked down, isolated, because of the ID7 virus. ID7? ID. Basically, ID. Your ID comes out, and you do whatever the fuck you want to do, which is uh, punch shit and fuck shit. After getting let go, Derek realizes he is under quarantine lockdown due to the ID7 virus, so he and a wronged bystander, Samara Weaving's character must fight their way video game style up the levels of the skyscraper until the virus has passed. Eight hours. Uh, Steve Moore his score? Fucking slaps bro. Welcome to TSC and the Reaper. Check check out that shit man. I got that shit on my Halloween playlist. I, I love uh, those songs. Uh, obviously you talked about the movie. Great movie. I wanted to talk about this movie because uh, previously we talked about The Belco experiment. I wanted a good office mayhem. Because I've worked in an office, and if you've ever worked in an office, like I said previously, there's some times when you just want to bend someone over the desk. And there's also times when you want to desk stomp them.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: sure. You've seen Office Space. There's memes about beating up the fax machine. Yeah, those things don't even exist anymore. Yeah, that's true. Can you you send a fax? It seems pretty Mm -hmm? stupid when you can just like text someone
1: yeah it's true so my number two and i didn't really want to do this because i didn't want to pick and they're both just amazing movies so my number two i went with the belco Experiment.
0: nice oh i just talked about it so we have to drink it's almost a double drink
1: this while they're they're similar they're different i mean they're it's two different, like obviously, scenarios because one's an infection kind of movie. This one is just a fucked up social experiment. Yes. So you have That's Mike Milch.
0: Social experiments are.
1: That's yeah, true. So like Mike Milch, is an employee at Belco Industries. While driving to work, I mean, he stops, gets stopped by the you know the guy who make the little like corn figure. Oh, hey, homemade. Yeah, it's it's great. It's lovely.
0: It's not creepy okay. at all. Very impressive. It, it reminded me of uh, Children of the Corn. Yeah, that little corn figure.
1: So this is apparently in Bogota, Colombia, and so they all, they obviously they all go to work, and then they see like the normal like security, like team isn't there, and it's like like Colombian nationals that are like storming that are like posted at like the gates and stuff like that and there's a new employee danny who she's told that there's a tracking device in everybody's like the base of their skull
0: talk about a horrible first day
1: yeah right and so all of a sudden you know everyone's talking and happy and all this stuff and then all of a sudden the voice of god or whoever basically tells them that they need to kill two people in the next. Was it thirty minutes? I think was the first one.
0: It's very quick, and obviously people think it's some kind of prank until they right. realize it's
1: not a prank. It's not a prank, and then you have the COO Barry Norris, who was played by Tony Goldwyn, who was who had a cam a small part in Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, but he was also in Ghost. And then, uh, God, there was oh, another he movie. he played a was really in.
0: nice guy in Ghost, actually.
1: He he did. No, he didn't. He did not. Oh,
0: my God. Seriously. Oh, that is one of those moments. So it's not a horror movie, but when he gets dragged away at the end. Oh, by the demons. That scared. Like the shadow demons. Like yeah. Hell. like when Rrrr. I was a kid.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It was fucking creepy.
0: That's one of those movies you don't, you, you don't think about. But the, yeah, that scene. Ugh.
1: Yeah, no, I was. You know what's always... also
0: scary about Ghost? To Moore had sex with Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. You didn't think about that either.
1: I try not to. So they, anyway, ate, they
0: made clay scissors.
1: <sighs> oh God!
0: <laughs>
1: so af- after they don't, you know, kill anybody in the first thirty minutes, the, the you know guy gets mad and all of a sudden like four people's like brains explode.
0: Yeah.
1: It was just like, like they thought it was a sniper, but like their heads are just like. Poof, 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 poof. So now they have to kill thirty people in two hours. And it, it just turns into, like, Every Man for themselves.
0: Well, that escalated quickly. Uh,
1: you have, like, John C. McGinley's in this, and then there's just that one scene where they're playing California Dreamin', which I feel like this is that movie's oh, Freebird. I
0: love that song in this. California, mija.
1: It's, like, that movie's Freebird. Yeah, they they kind of did, like, Spanish versions of, like, each song. What was the other one, that like, at the beginning of the movie that they I did? Will Survive, we'll Yeah, yeah, that's right. But that that was their Freebird right there. Yeah. Great, great, great movie. If you're ever wondering which one is better, just watch fucking both of them. Belco Experiment and Mayhem. Yeah,
0: you can't say which one's better. You just have to flip a coin and pick one and watch it. Because they're mm-hmm. they're both really awesome. So mine mm-hmm. number two, this is actually a movie that I just watched last weekend outside. We had a lot of fun with this. So we're going with gas station attendants, cooks and truck drivers. 1986 is Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King's first directing job. Uh, also was last. <laughs> I suggest you watch the trailer to this film. You get a Stephen King without his glasses, and his, he probably couldn't wear his glasses because his eyes were so bugged out from all the coke he was on. You could tell he's on coke, and he's just like, Hey, yeah, you want to do a Stephen King movie? <laughs> Gotta do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I made this movie. I directed it. And I sort of enjoyed it. What do you mean you sort of enjoyed it? It's also the reason he gives for never directing another movie because even he said, he denounces me. He says, shit. But I saw this movie when I was a kid, and this movie got me really into AC motherfucking DC. And this, I kept bringing up. Every time a new song or score kept you know popping up, I was like, hey, guess who this is? And everyone's like, ACDC, we know! <laughs> but like, oh my god. So they're at the Dixie Boy truck stop, and the planet is stuck in the tail of a comet. It's Rhea M, some number, and some machines go crazy, some choose not to. Don't shame the machines for not going crazy. Maybe they're loyal to their their family or or whatever. I I have a theory about it. I, I say if it's a a vehicle used for work, they go mad. That's why cars don't go crazy, because they're part of the family. But you, there's one car that goes crazy, and it's a, a pizza delivery car.
1: <laughs>
0: so he used that for work. So it goes crazy. crazy. Yeah. So it, it's crazy. We actually made Dixie Boy breakfast sandwiches, which were fucking bomb. You get Emilio Estevez, who to this day is still getting apologized to, from Stephen King, from this movie. Pat Hingle, hilarious bubba. Laura Harrington, yearly Lisa Simpson Smith. Yes,
1: she was also in Herman's Head.
0: Yes, that was actually brought up uh, uh, last weekend when we, we watched this movie. Because, I don't know what else she's in.
1: <laughs> that was a good show. I mean, she's had a steady <laughs> job
0: for, what, the past 30 plus years? On The Simpsons?
1: She actually also reads some, like when, like Stephen King's short story books, like uh, Nightmares and Dreamscapes, like she reads some of the stories too.
0: Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give it a shot. I don't really like audiobooks too much. I mean, I have been listening to the new podcast, uh, Strawberry Spring. Yeah. You know, where they act everything out. Um, but even in this movie, I mean, back then, I don't even think Simpsons was... I can't, pay... I can't listen to her without picturing Lisa Simpson.
1: <laughs> like, audiobooks? Like, if I'm gonna listen to one, it has to be something that's informational and, and or, like, documentary kind of like style. Like, if it's a story, I can't do it because if I zone out for 10 seconds, I'm fucked. I, I, I just can't do it. All right. Number one.
0: If I guess this correctly, whatever drink you... Let me see the level of your it's
1: not that much it's really not i left the bottle in the kitchen okay, well
0: you're gonna probably have to get the bottle if i guess this correctly i want you to, to take a good swig out of that bottle. i don't think he... sorority babes in the slime ball bowl-o-rama.
1: No. now damn i don't know it didn't really it, i wouldn't really consider that because they were just college kids they were like a sorority
0: hello the janitor who's worked yeah. there for 30 years. That was his place of I, work. There's I workplace so. violence. Look at this. Were you not paying attention, Jeremy, to our safety <laughs> at the beginning? Type one. No relationship. Robbery. Spider was robbing the motherfucking place. And technically, all those sorority and fraternity people were, they weren't in the <laughs> fraternity, but they were all robbing the place, whether it be money from the cash register, the trophy, or a magical imp. Who gives shitty wishes.
1: (laughs) Well, that's not the way I went. I went, and this movie is fan-fucking-tastic. I'm sorry.
0: You apologize before you say you're number one. But
1: it's just amazing. I love the shit out of this movie. Blood-sucking bastards. If you have not seen this movie, I implore you to see this movie. It's free. It's on Tubi. It is fucking hilarious. I see your face, but I'm telling you,
0: I see your face. I've seen the movie. Oh, have you seen it? Yes,
1: everyone's.
0: Oh, uh, I guess everyone's not seen the movie. Okay. Everyone's seen it.
1: But it's fucking hilarious, and you know it yes, is. Well,
0: it definitely is that.
1: <laughs> so you have there. Some it's a sales company. You have Evan Sanders, who's like the somewhat like boss of the the sales department and you know his his coworkers are all basically slackers they all suck they none of them really want to want to be there and tim oh no sorry evan is one of the slackers tim is the is the guy who's like on their ass and he has an upcoming presentation for the phallicite account <laughs> well, wonder what that's for after an awkward moment between evan and head of hr Amanda, because apparently they, they used to date and they're on the couch and she says, you know, like, I love you. And he's like, no, apparently you don't say that. Don't say that. You, apparently that gets him upset. Say, and then I
0: know.
1: So anyway, and he's he's a, he wants to be the sales manager or whatnot. But instead, the branch president, Ted, brings in this guy, Max Phillips, played by Pedro Pascal, who was in Game of Thrones As, uh, was it Oberon? I think it was. He ended up getting destroyed by the mountain.
0: Yeah, he got, uh, socketed.
1: Uh, he got a little cocky, you know. But anyway, but I guess they went to college together and Evan and Tim got him, like, or Evan had him kicked out and Max slept with his, like, girlfriend or whatever it is. So he's the new manager, but uh, he's a vampire. And so this whole movie is him is basically... Turning people into vampires, it's just, it's just fucking great. Like, I don't even want to like say too much about it, just because I, I, I want people to enjoy the movie, because it's hilarious. And then you have, God, who was the, the, the security guy? Like, the Red Bull chugging, like, security guy. Was it Frank? I think it was. You know who I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. I don't remember his
1: name. just sits there and just, like, crushes Red Bull all day. And he just, he's like, yeah. I knew dude was a vampire. I've been standing here watching the whole time. Shit, man. But I mean, the cast. I mean, the cast is really good. You had um, Evan played by Fran Cranz, who was in uh, The Village. He was in Dark Tower. He was in Cabin in the Woods. Obviously, Pedro Pascal, Amanda Emma Fitzpatrick was in the collect uh, the collection, uh, Social Network, and Tim played by Joey was it Kern or. Karen, something like that. He was in Super Troopers, Cabin Fever. I mean, it is just, just good fucking shit.
0: Some good shit. It's actually a parody on Pornhub. It's called Cock Sucking Bastards. No involvement. I may watch.
1: Okay, I, I may, may have to watch that afterwards.
0: I may just make that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one. So there's multiple positions <laughs> in this next one. Uh, so basically, this is. Taking place at a grocery store. We're going back to 1989. Intruder. Now this is a great slasher movie. That does not take itself seriously. At all. That's very tongue in cheek. And if you want to have a great time. With a funny movie. That has some amazing gore. I mean. Some of these kills. are, A lot of these kills. Are fucking awesome. You kind of see. Some of them coming beforehand, and you oh no, oh no, oh right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have another Esteves, Renee Estevez. She's uh, one of the Estevez's slash sheen uh, clan. We've got Ted and Sam Raimi in this, and even a small cameo by the chin himself, Bruce Campbell. we got Greg Nicotero on special makeup effects. The night they find out the store is going to be sold, the night crew is attacked by the straight-out-of-jail ex-boyfriend of of one of the cashiers. One by one during inventory and markdown, they are checked out. (laughs) See what I did there? Great tongue-in-cheek with some incredible kills. It's fucking fun, funny, and gory as fuck. Uh, One body drops, and then it cuts right to a sack of potatoes hitting the ground. I mean, it's that funny. Yeah, you because know, he, he went down like a sack of potatoes. Uh, <laughs> like I said twice already, tongue in cheek. There was one scene where this chick is uh, sniffing Wonder Bread, and it just brought me back to my childhood, because we had the Wonder Bread factory. And actually, if you watch the Y2K episode of Family Guy, at the very end, they talk about going to the Twinkie factory in Framingham. Yeah, that's the Wonder Bread factory. So that, it just gave me, like, like ooh. Nostalgia. My first job was at a grocery store, so like, I don't know, man. It's it's a lot of fun. It's not serious. Like, it doesn't take itself seriously, and it knows it. Like, all the characters are funny. Uh, it's free on Tubi right now. Don't look at the poster. Just watch it. Um, I don't want to say why. Just just watch the movie. It's a great time. And instead of shitty coffee, I did want to drink Brow in this. Well, oh, apparently God. Miller uh, discontinued that in two thousand and five. Even though it was technically already discontinued because they didn't get the correct recipe, they just bought the name, so it was actually. Discontinued I mean, there's a reason
1: it's discontinued.
0: Well, it was really good, and then Miller bought it, but they didn't—they bought the name. They didn't buy the recipe, Okay. so they just for the for the themselves. record.
1: Not one person that I've ever talked to has said the words Meister Brow, and "it's really good" in the same sentence.
0: That's because they're drinking the Miller version, and Miller s- is out there. And, and, and there's a lot of Miller signs in the in this movie. And it's funny. It's like I was like, "Is this movie brought to you by fucking MGD?" <laughs> That's Miller Genuine Draft. We used to drink 40s of that shit when we were, like, freshly legal. Like, yeah, fucking MGD. Yeah, but I definitely recommend uh, Intruder. It is hilarious, and yeah, the kills are top-notch. It's just great. Great Sweet. over-the-top popcorn flick.
1: So behind you, I see Maniac Mansion. Yes. I'm sorry, all I think of when I see that is the Nintendo game.
0: That's a Nintendo game. That's actually the cover of the Nintendo game. Is it? Yeah.
1: It just looks really big.
0: Well, I mean, it's like a poster. Oh, okay. Kind of. It's like a... I don't know what the fuck you call it. I, don't know. Yeah, I
1: have the Nintendo game.
0: Really, but... I love the Nintendo game. Do you have the original one? Yeah. Where you can blow up the hamster in the microwave? Yeah. Nice. Because apparently, uh, after a certain amount of copies, they got petition, and they had to change it so
1: you couldn't do that, and it basically goes, you're a sick fuck, if you try to do it. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: The, the one I had, yeah. Pop!
1: That's that's, fu- that's fucking great.
0: Yeah, that's one of my f- favorite games of all time. It, it's funny because now my son is playing this game called Hello Neighbor, he's like wicked obsessed with it, and it's almost oh, the God, same I thing. tried.
1: I I tried so hard. No, I, don't, I can't get into it.
0: No, I don't play it.
1: I get, it's basically I get the same fucking... thing.
0: You break into a neighbor's house who's keeping people in his basement. You got to solve a bunch of stupid puzzles to get into said basement yeah. and save whoever. Like I don't even know what the point of the game is, but it's. It, I was like, damn, that's Maniac Mansion.
1: Yeah, basically, and yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know. I always like. If M C Escher with... built the mansion. <laughs> so I mentioned the movie Pet. It was actually uh, on my personal Twitter. I was just looking for a, a movie to watch, just a random movie, and Ron D, Evil Dead Ron, said Pet on Amazon Prime. You're welcome. So I want to shout you out because, obviously, I just watched that movie the other day and it it shot out Ghostbusters off my list. Even though Jeremy had already said, maybe, Bergie, said Belko Experiment is a favorite of mine also want to say congratulations on his engagement. Way to go, bro.
1: Nice.
0: Very happy for you.
1: That's awesome. Congratulations.
0: We got a five-star review on iTunes. Awesome podcast. It just says podcast lover with a bunch of exclamation marks. This is a must listen. Great insight. The chemistry is perfect. And just an all-around fun listen. I mean, I couldn't agree more.
1: I mean, if you go... If you're meaning chemistry by Mike just making fun of me most of the time. I mean, it, yeah, I, I guess... I, I think that the fun go,
0: making goes both
1: ways. <laughs> but an- another one that I did... I meant to mention that I left off my list was Autopsy of Jane Doe. I don't know if you've seen that one. That one's another pretty good one.
0: That is a good one. Uh, we, we could have said Terrifier. If Clown is an occupation.
1: But I don't or, know if was he, he, ma- he wasn't. He wasn't making money, I guess.
0: I mean, he could afford bullets
1: you Bought trash bags
0: yeah i mean trash bags ain't free <laughs> i mean honestly i had so so many movies um, yeah yeah uh, this is this is a fun time but as always you can check us out on twitter at fans of the dead one
1: you check us out on instagram fans of the dead podcast check out our website fansofthedead.com watch our episodes or listen to our episodes watch our YouTube videos buy a t-shirt
0: get some swag man absolutely I feel absolutely. I'm feeling nice if any of you out there can fit into a small I've got a t-shirt for you it's been burning a, a hole in my pocket I tried fitting it on and my nipples just stuck out too much so <laughs> so there's that. Jeremy mentioned our YouTube videos, Fans of the Dead on YouTube. You want to reach out to us, fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. If you want to say that you can fit into a small t shirt, oh uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Any suggestions for future tangents? You want to complain about how annoying we are? Sure. We'll give it, it a read. Be. Yeah, that's fine. You want to say how awesome we are? That's much better.
1: God, tell us you hated the crickets. Just something.
0: I hated the crickets.
1: Oh, God, it was terrible.
0: Oh, my God. It was such... It was a good time. I had a lot it, of fun recording that episode.
1: No, I, I did, too. I just remember, like, we walk outside to, like, set up, and all I hear are, like, crickets. I'm like, oh, that's so loud. Yeah. And then you had cars driving by. I'm like, why is your road so busy? It
0: never is. Like, seriously, we watched maximum overdrive, and bliss, we were outside from, because I was also grilling, so I would say from 7.30 until at least midnight, and not one vehicle passed.
1: (laughs) We didn't even get an invite to the party. Who? Whoever kept driving by.
0: Oh, oh, I thought thought you meant you. I was like,
1: I definitely invited you. No, 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 no. Like, the cars that, like, kept driving by you, were like, oh, where's, you know. Oh, yeah, whenever you see
0: a bunch of vehicles pass by, obviously they're going to the the same place in, in my neck of the woods.
1: That's great.
0: Oh, yeah. As always, have fun, be safe, peace.